Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I am your host, Jocelyn, and joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Jules. How are you doing tonight, lady? Hello! I'm doing good. I'm so... I'm, like, super happy right now because Mass Effect Andromeda is out, and I it am is. <laughs> so happy right now. <laughs> like, I'm, I didn't think I was going to be able to play it today because uh, I had bought it at through Green Man Gaming at a discount code. And got this uh, information afterwards that it wasn't going to be available until Thursday when the EU launch comes out. And I'm like, right, because they're a UK based company. No. <laughs> and then they emailed. I was so mad. And then they emailed me the code this afternoon. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm That's doing awesome. work while it's downloading. And I'm like, oh, I get to play today. So excited. <laughs> Have you actually had a chance? This is not a video gaming podcast, but I am curious. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I, I played um, probably for about two hours this evening before the show. Oh, cool. Um, I'm a happy camper. I'm, I'm so jealous. Happy. I'm I'm looking for I I own it it's downloaded it's ready to go but I decided that I wanted to finish Horizon Zero Dawn before I dove into Mass Effect too deeply because uh, I just I love Horizon Zero Dawn so much and because Zelda came out I, I had to step away from it for a little bit because of our schedule on, on my other general gaming podcast Gamers In so I didn't actually get a chance to uh, to finish Horizon so I decided last night I was going to finish Horizon uh, that was a silly decision seven a.m. rolled around and I was like well I should probably go to bed soon. <laughs> Were you finished? Did you finish or no? I didn't finish. I found like the location of like the final boss basically because I got to the point where the game was like, you should make sure you're prepared. Once you walk through this door, you can't go back. And I was like, okay, so clearly like I am not ready for this. Like I still had some side quests to finish and that was at about 1 a.m. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a couple of side quests and then I'm going to go do the final boss. I'm going to finish the game. It'll be fine. And then it was seven o'clock in the morning and I was like, Holy hell, those are really long side quests. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so, yeah, so I still we'll, haven't technically done the, I don't know the ending, but uh, okay. I am at the point where I can go do the ending at any time. I just kind of want to make sure that when I actually see the ending of the game, I am done with the game. And I love the game so much that I feel like it's the kind of game I want to get 100% in. Because there's so many cool, like, little Easter egg type things to find and I'm I haven't been this into a game and and wanting to find all the things and try all the things since like Skyrim so yeah it's really good so I'm holding off on Mass Effect for now okay 
All right. Well, we'll have to geek out over Mass Effect when you get around to it. We start playing because I'm going to be playing it probably all weekend. So we are (laughs) definitely going to play it on Thursday because we're doing uh, gamers in game night. We do once a month. And so we're going to be playing some Mass Effect multiplayer, at least on Thursday. And then I'm planning on devoting a majority of the weekend to uh, playing Mass Effect because I'd like to be done Mass Effect by next week. Although I don't know. um, I don't know how long the campaign actually is. So because I feel like I finished Mass Effect three in about a week. Okay. So, and that's when I had a, a like a full-time non-gaming job, so I had to like leave the house. I don't have to do that anymore. I can literally just sit here like Thursday through Monday and just play Mass Effect. So <laughs> I don't have any other podcasts. I don't have any anything. My weeks are very front-loaded, so I can just play massive marathons of Mass Effect. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But anyways. Yes. We totally got off onto a video gaming tangent, although I am very, very excited for Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, but that is not what this show is about. Slaying Demons is about being the best version of yourself, and uh, speaking of versions of yourself, our topic this week is, damn it, past Jocelyn, and how to deal with the fact that past Jocelyn or past Jules or past you has done something you don't approve of. So uh, I will I will start off by uh, telling you guys a tale, <laughs> a tale of Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> this happened yesterday. This did happen yesterday, and this definitely drove uh, the topic of the week this week. So um, basically what happened was back in October, I was listening to Spotify. I was putting together a stream, like a mix for Extra Life. I was uh, really, really hyped and excited. I was listening to a whole ton of Green Day. Green Day is one of my all-time favorite bands. They are literally the best concert I've ever been to. Um, I went and saw them in probably 2003, 2004-ish, somewhere in there in the early 2000s. and they were, it was an outdoor concert. It rained and they were still freaking amazing. They played for like two and a half hours. It was awesome. Um, so anyways, uh, Green Day is one of my favorite all-time bands, not only in their music, but also their stage presence in the concerts. So I was on Spotify and Spotify's like, hey, did you know Green Day's tour is coming to Hamilton, which is very close to where I currently live? And I was like, no, Spotify, I didn't know that. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. <laughs> so... Through that little wormhole, rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it, um, Jocelyn ended up buying tickets to see Green Day, which, you know, is totally fine. I didn't put it on a credit card. I paid for it, like, out of pocket with cash that I had, and uh, it wasn't a big deal to October Jocelyn. Uh, Fast forward to March Jocelyn, who has, for business reasons, purchased a Switch and Zelda and a Pro Controller. And has also made the decision that, you know, she's going to be, like, mature and try to actually make, you know, forward momentum in her life. (laughs) And, you know, there are big things that we're saving for and, and, you know, large life type things that we'd like to do. Not to mention BlizzCon was just announced, so I put $1,000 on my credit card to save our hotel room. And then, you know, like, which, you know, you obviously have to book on a a credit card, and that's something I will pay back over the next few months. But the point is, like, I had this big Nintendo purchase, and then I had this big BlizzCon hotel purchase, and both of those are technically business, but oh my god, the dollar's flying out of my wallet. And then, so, (laughs) Matt says to me on Sunday night... What time do you want to go to Hamilton tomorrow? And my reaction was, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so I was up 
all night on Sunday night, like literally till like five or six a.m., like just feeling like stressed and anxious, and like I was so mad at myself. I was just like, oh my god, why? Like, because the tickets they weren't expensive for concert tickets because they were good seats, um, but it was like over two hundred dollars after you factored in taxes and stuff. Oh yeah, and uh, I, I mean, again, they're concert tickets, right? For a for a very well known band, so. I was like, oh, my God, this is such a big purchase. You're so stupid. You could have, like, put that, uh, like, saved it for, you know, any of the trips that you have to take for business this year. You could have used it to pay down some of your existing credit card debt. Just because it was cash out of your pocket doesn't mean it couldn't have gone on your credit card. I beat the shit out of myself all night long. And I was just, like, to the point that I did not want to go to the concert. I made myself feel like physically ill at the thought of even going to see Green Day. And I was like, so I put the tickets up on Ticketmaster. I tried to sell them and I couldn't. And then I ended up in the end begging my roommate. And we have uh, a friend of ours is here staying with us this week. And when he found out we were going to Green Day, he was like, oh, do you have an extra ticket? I was like, no, but you know what? I do have (laughs) two tickets if you can find someone to take the second one and find a way to get there. Um, So basically I was just like, begging my roommate and they ended up going but I was just like begging my roommate to take them off my hands because I was just like I can't like I just I can't go I don't want to go like I I won't enjoy it if I do go because I'll just be sitting there going this is $200 I'm never gonna get back and which is terrible and they had a great time it was an amazing concert and I'm so happy that they ended up going but I was just like oh my god like I just I hate hated myself so much and then it like it made me feel so shitty all day yesterday because I was just like I literally was like hating myself I was like why do you make such stupid decisions you're an idiot nobody likes you like why do you even like try to do these things like this is literally why you don't have nice things Jocelyn because you make stupid decisions (laughs) like just on and on and on and on like all day yesterday Matt was just like "Are, are you okay I'm like I'm fine. I'm just stupid and I hate myself. <laughs> He's like, that doesn't sound fine. <laughs> that doesn't sound fine. No. <laughs> I mean, you can laugh about it now, but it was really serious at the time. Yeah, it was stressing me out so badly. I was like so much stress, so much anxiety. And it because my roommate didn't know if he was going to be able to get out of work on time. So I didn't even know until like two hours before the concert if they were even going to be able to to take the tickets. And I said to Matt, I'm like, well we're going to go if I can't find a way to to unload these tickets because basically, like, I don't want them to go completely to waste. We might as well go and, and you know, get use out of them. Um, yeah. Because I do, like I mentioned, <laughs> love Green Day. I just, it was a decision that I wish that I, I hadn't made. But again, that was, you know, when I bought the tickets, it was five months ago. Right. Know? So, uh, or six months ago. Anyways, I was definitely in a different headspace um, eight six or eight months ago. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was, it was a really, really, really bad day. So <laughs> we thought that we would talk a little bit about uh, basically how to combat that kind of thinking and how to, I guess, turn it around once it's happened and basically forgive yourself for what you view as past mistakes. And I mean, past mistakes can be anything from spending money that you shouldn't have, i.e., Green Day tickets all the way through, you know, anything. We all, I know a lot of people say, you know, live no regrets, all the rest of it, but we're human. Like, I don't know about you, Jules, but whether you say live with no regrets or not, you're going to have some. (laughs) 
Oh gosh, totally. <laughs> and um, you know, I've I have been in your your position, almost your exact position in terms of spending money that I didn't have in the past. And mm-hmm. you know, I I know exactly what that feeling is. I know it's this feeling of I am so incompetent. Yes. I suck. Why can't I learn? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I, I sh- I'm an adult. I should know how to do this by now. Why um, can't I learn is actually a really big one for me because mm-hmm. um, not necessarily like I guess you could say I've always struggled with financial things. I've very much for for some reason, the way my brain is wired, sometimes I spend money like two or three times. Like, I'll think, uh, oh, yay, I just got a bonus at work. That's $500. I could spend it on X, Y, or Z. But then I end up being like, oh, okay, one day I think I'm going to spend it on this. And then another day I'm like, oh, but I'll just, I'll put it on my credit card and it's fine because that money's coming from my bonus. And by the time I kind of get through with everything, I'm like, oh, I've actually spent that $500 like two or three times over. And I, I never really like mean to and the math and the time and it this is this literally makes me sound like a total idiot and I swear to god I'm not I understand math <laughs> it's just like I almost feel like oh I'm getting a bonus so I deserve this thing and mm-hmm. I deserve that thing and I deserve that thing like it's a really weird like mental pathway I have in my head I guess yeah uh, so it's not it's definitely not the first time that I've gotten myself um turned around in terms of money issues Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, just because basically the thing is like I paid, I paid for the tickets out of pocket, but I have existing credit card debt. So at some point in the past, I have gotten something that I shouldn't have had because technically I did not have the money and I put it on credit instead. And I should have then given up my green day tickets and I should have put that $200 onto my credit card. So it was like, all of these things coming together to just be like, why do you keep doing this to yourself? And we're back. Sorry about that. My computer decided to restart without asking me. So uh, we're back. <laughs> Hopefully we, we have a part one of the episode. But if not, uh, we were just basically talking about uh, my past financial difficulties. And basically the point that I was getting to was that I should know better by this point in time because it's not like this is the first time this has ever happened. And Jules had a face like she was about to drop some knowledge bombs. So... <laughs> Well, I mean, like I said earlier, I definitely have the same issues as you when it comes to, um, damn it, past jewels, right? (laughs) You know, like why, and it can come in any form, like Mm -hmm. it can come in the form of financial, um, choices. It comes in the form of, um, you know, choices in men, (laughs) choices in friends, choices in, I know for me, I've had like, uh, choices in like living arrangements, whether it be roommates or, you know, locations or whatever, like we're all bound to have regrets and things that seem like a great idea at the time. Once you obviously you've got hindsight being 2020, once you actually understand that, you know, it wasn't the best decision at the time, you can still only do the best that you could do with what you have at the time. So right. I think that's really important to keep in mind. And, and something I was trying to keep in mind yesterday was basically like, look, you were in a different mindset in October. You were, you know, like not working towards or perhaps thinking the same things. And, you know, you were excited and trying to pay down debt, but at the same time, like you deserve a treat. And, you know, if, if you took all of the stuff that happened since then out of the picture, like if I hadn't just had to spend money on BlizzCon hotels, if I hadn't just had to buy the switch, if I, you know, didn't have a lot of business expenses in the last month, 
would I still have felt the same about Green Day? Right. And the the answer is kind of yes, because again, I'm in a new headspace now where I'm thinking like the faster I get this debt paid down, the better. And I've been feeling pretty crappy about financial decisions in general. So this is like one more thing. Computer, if you restart again, I will end you. <laughs> is it giving you another warning? It was just like, do do do. Oh. oh. It's telling me to update something else, but it's not saying it's going to restart. So we should be okay. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Lord. Little glimpse into the like Joss tech rage right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <Rawr>. <laughs> <laughs> um. So here's here's how I've I've dealt with this in the past with myself and with the very kind advice of my parents and my friends, you know, because um, just as Jocelyn is super hard on herself, so am I. And um, I will I'm I'm really unforgiving with myself when it, when it comes to mistakes or things that I've done that should have been done differently. And so. I, I've had to really remind myself that you got to take the lesson out of everything, everything that is bad every time. So what lesson do you learn from making that mistake? Well, and what's different this time around? Cause like if you're repeating the same mistakes, what did you miss the last time that you did this? So in the example of buying the concert tickets and you know, yeah, at that time you were like, Hey, I don't have these other big expenses that I can project down the road. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it. You don't know it. Cause you can't, you can't see the future. And if you did, you'd be doing a whole different line of work. <laughs> right. <Exactly>. Yes. <laughs> so 100%. yeah. So, so you're like, Hey, I, I deserve, you know, and I, I can see the, the exact mindset. Hey, I deserve something nice for myself and I'd like to do this and I have the money to be able to do this and it's okay. And so you do it the big expenses come down the road and you're like, you know, damn it, past Jocelyn, why were you so dumb? Well, you didn't know. You yeah. didn't know what you were about to do. But how can you... St- so let's say there's today and there's another concert ticket scenario that's going to stare you down in the face. Oh, I'm what never are you going gonna learn? to... I am never going to another concert in my life, ever. <laughs> but maybe... Yeah, so you, you, you kind of like categorize it around concert tickets. But no, like but, I am never spending any on anything that isn't business related ever again. Like no more treats for Jocelyn. She doesn't even get a chocolate bar. Nothing. No. <laughs> and that's your... Okay, so, so past Jocelyn didn't learn shit. Right there. I am laying it down on you, girl. You didn't learn shit because what you're saying right now is you're going to the other extreme. Yeah, which is probably the problem is that, you know, I spend so much money on the business now that um, uh, when I when I look at things that are like a treat, the stuff that used to be a treat for me isn't anymore. So, you know, like my packs of Hearthstone cards and my my game consoles or titles and my brand new unicorn pew 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 shirt and you know my my new nail polishes like all of that stuff is now tied to my business so now it's like okay well I know this is coming up so I have to do x y and z which means I'm gonna have to buy a new t-shirt or I need this nail polish color or you know so it's the job now and this comes down to some of this working from home stuff that we talked about that when your hobby becomes your job then all of a sudden it doesn't necessarily suck the fun out of it, but it, it puts a, a level of professionalism into something that used to just be straight up fun. Yeah. So well, you, you that's very likely. completely. Yeah. 
So that's very likely what had happened at that point of in time. I was working on Extra Life, so I had this big charity event I was working on. You know, like we were coming up on Christmas, which is the time when I'm spending money on all kinds of other people and not myself. On top of all the things that used to be treats aren't treats anymore. Now they're work. And I I think I was probably just thinking, I'm just going to treat myself. I love Green Day. This is probably the last time they're going to be touring near me. Like, I'm, I'm just going to buy them. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go. And then I spent way more money than I should because I had basically essentially like been, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Were you kind of like starving yourself in that yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I, Denying I, yourself. Denying myself, yeah. I've been denying myself things that made me feel good. And so therefore then I went overboard. So now right. I can see that cycle that is starting again where I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I'm never going to concerts. I'm never buying myself treats. I'm never doing anything. No, 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 no. And that's probably going to last for a few months until I go, I'm going to go see Katy Perry. I don't even like her, but... <laughs> Spotify told me she's coming to my area. <laughs> so therefore I must. Yeah. And so, you know, can you, can you see the similarity to saying, I'm not going to eat any chocolate forever again. <laughs> yes. And then you're suddenly going to go and be like, you know, chocolate, brah. And then you're, you know, and then you beat up on yourself because you're, you're setting yourself impossible goals. Yeah. And they're both impossible goals. And the, the, the aftermath is that either way you're beating the crap out of yourself and you're feeling like shit about yourself and it's, and it's awful. And I'm, I'm saying this in the, the grand scheme of you, it's not just uh, Jocelyn doing this. I do this to myself too. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, well, and we, and I we have all do for different reasons. Like you mentioned, there's lots yeah. of different reasons to be like, damn it, past self. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you have to find, you have to find the, the, the logic. I mean, I, I kind of logic it out mm -hmm. in that way to say, okay, well, what, what do I learn here? How do I learn this? Or what do I need to learn? Um, because every bad situation that I have been in has taught me something. So where's the lesson? And it, if, you know, then the second question is, is if it's a repeat mistake, what did I miss the first time, the second time, third time, whatever it was, mm -hmm. what am I missing? Yeah. And, you know, easier said than done, obviously, because we're not perfect and we're going to keep making mistakes. But if you keep making the wrong, the same mistake over and over again of that nature. Um, but we are so cruel to ourselves in our own heads. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like said, you, I beat myself up so ridiculously in that 24 hour period between the time of Matt reminding me of the concert and like my roommate saying, yes, I'll take the tickets like that 24 hour period was like the hardest I've been on myself in I can't even remember how long. And I've been pretty hard on myself in the last like year. Yeah. <laughs> like I've I have come down really hard on myself. And yeah. even so, like just Monday was just awful. I yeah. had to, I had to do, uh, I had to record for Azeroth and I was sitting there and I was just like, I hate it. And as I, I we did lore on Jaina and I was like, as I was telling Jaina's story, I was just like, you sound stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. So many people are going to be like, hey, you don't know Warcraft. And this is going on in my head as I'm recording a podcast. Like, oh my God, it's brutal. And uh, it just, it got to the point like, why are you even doing this? What's wrong with you? Why did you choose this as a career? You're awful. And it just like, it's one of the, it's like we talked about on episode 
one or two, I think the disaster thinking, it's yeah. like yet another iteration of that where it's just like I get so angry at myself and I was so down on myself for this past decision that made perfect sense at the time that now I'm just, you know, so hard on myself and spiral and all of a sudden it's affecting everything and it's affecting how I feel about me as a whole person, even though at most I should have been like, wow, Jocelyn, you made a really bad financial decision. Like, don't do that again. Next time, don't have an impulse decision. Next time, talk to your partner. <laughs> like, yeah, because literally Matt, when I bought the tickets, Matt wasn't even home. He came home and I went running upstairs and I went, guess what we're doing in March? We're going to Green Day. And he was like, yeah, OK. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, like I what I need to the lesson I need to take out of this is, you know, next time. Don't do the impulse $200 decision. Like, have some thought. Have a budget. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to drop a knowledge bomb on you. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> that, but I think this one's going to be uh, a pretty cover. powerful one. That can cover. <laughs> so um, if you are able to, the next time that this happens, because it will happen again in terms of you beating up on yourself. It's just, oh, you know, I thought it, you meant the poor financial decision. No, like, no, 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 Jules, no, no, I'm going to try really hard. Why don't you believe in me? I do. I do believe in you, but you will find a way to hate yourself again because it's yes. something that we all do. Um, so think of it from this way. I mean, I, if you can be a presence of mind to notice it, that you're doing it to yourself, like to be kind of outside of yourself and saying, Jocelyn, you're doing that thing. The words that your head is saying to you, picture yourself saying those words to someone you love like Matt mm. and how that would feel. I would never do that to anybody else <laughs> ever. You would never do that to anybody else because you love them. Yes. But you don't love yourself that way. Well. And there's <laughs> there's your knowledge bomb, honey. Because kind of, I kind of know that. Like I know I, I, don't, yeah. I don't see myself like – Sometimes I wish I could see myself like you or Matt or my parents see me because I don't yeah. I don't see me like that. I see me as a mid 30s total failure like <laughs> yeah. And that's that is a I think that is a very strong core uh a core struggle for you is yeah. just to see yourself <laughs> as someone who is worthy of being loved as someone who's worthy of being a friend and a and a daughter and a partner and all those things and it's very, very common for a lot of women, especially it's like, it's common for men too. Um, there's a lot of men that I know go through this. The men have a harder time expressing it because they're, they feel like they can't. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was the thing, you know, from this past year that I think that I had to really, I had to grapple with more and I struggle with it every day. You know, it's just when, when you look at yourself and you say, you're an idiot. You're a failure. You, you're not worthy. You don't know what, what you're doing. Why do you even bother? You know, that's that terrible voice in your head that just hates your guts. And there's another one in there that like, loves you. <laughs> why, why does the voice in my head hate me? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. It's because you haven't given yourself permission to talk to the one that loves you because you feel like it's not. And, and the, like, it's all of us that do this. It would, mm -hmm. When you, when you look at it and say the, you know, there is a voice that says you are, you are beautiful, you are attractive, you are a, a good person. And because it feels like you are bragging to yourself, right? It feels like you're, 
you're full of yourself because you're saying all these nice things about yourself. You're, you know, you're a piece of shit is nice for you. Your brain can wrap around that. Then you're awesome. Right. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. I mean, like it's probably the same parts of your brain that make it easier to take that one internet criticism over all of the internet positive comments and say like, that guy's the only one that's telling the truth. Like, all these other hundred people, they're just trying to spare my feelings. So it's probably the same sort of thing there, right? It's like your negative voice is the only one that's telling the truth and your positive voice is just lying to you to try to save your feelings. And so you don't believe your positive internal monologue. You believe your negative internal monologue, which is yeah. crazy. Well, and, and here's, <laughs> I guess common, here's, but crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's totally common. Here's a great story for you about this very thing. Um, you know, I am very lucky that I get told a lot about how I have made people's lives better, that I am, you know, that I'm someone who is, um, who has done good things for people. You know, it's wonderful for me to hear it. And I, I basically use that as my fuel to keep doing it. You know, it's like, I'm never going to stop because that's, that's what keeps pushing forward. And I had a, a person who was a, a, who I thought was a very close friend. We were, we were talking a lot um, connecting. I, w- I thought I was trying to help them through some, some stuff. And they turned on me at some point because I pushed, I guess I pushed a button that was too close to where they mm. were comfortable talking and they turned on me and they told me I was, I was a horrible person that people don't really know the real me, that I'm a, a devious sneaking, uh, crazy person that shouldn't be allowed to be on the internet. Like this person like attacked me mm. And I carry that, I mean, I know in my heart, I know that that is not true because I, you know, I was like, you misunderstood what I was trying to do. They were trying to defend themselves in their own way. It was, you know, but that stuck with me for, it still sticks with me. It sticks with me now. And, you know, I hear those, it was in a a letter that I got. So, um, you know, I read those words and I go, you know, man, I... I thought I was something, you know, well, who am I, you know, Mm. who am I really? And, um, questioning that every day, you know, questioning is that it, did they really, are they the ones that are actually the ones that are true? Is that really who I, who people think I am? And, you know, when it, it, when it's like one instance versus, you know, times 10 of the other one, logic tells you, the, the times 10 is the truth mm-hmm. and the one is the anomaly, but the anomaly is the one that makes you stay up at night. Yes. And so I, 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 I know this because it's the same thing. I mean, there's research on this for people, you know, the bad stuff is easier to believe. Like you can get 10, it's like, it takes, I have to find this research and I'm trying to remember, I think it was like, it was like seven times repeating good compliments to get a spouse to really believe them and just one bad statement to make them believe it. Mm. Like if you were arguing with your spouse or your partner, I could, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised. And I guess like, um, spouses are kind of the, the closest people to us usually. Right. So, I mean, I guess that, that, that relationship makes sense. Cause I would probably believe like Matt over anyone else. So right. I would probably learn something positive from him quicker, but I'm surprised that it's seven to one. I would have thought it would have been like 
40 to one or 50 to one. <laughs> yeah, I know, research- like, no matter how many positive comments I get, and by at this point, you know, I've been doing Gamerson for five years, I've been doing Angry Chicken for four years, like, it just, I've had hundreds of positive comments about my podcasting and I've had a handful of negative comments and right. I could tell you the content of every single one of those negative comments. I could not tell you the content of any of the positive comments. <laughs> so, and which is, which is very sad. And it's just, it's, it's funny that it's, you know, seven to one, I would think in a, it's probably, um, exaggerated the further um removed from you the relationship becomes so i imagine it's easier to believe your spouse then easier to believe your family and close friends and then easier to or like uh sorry uh yeah easier to believe acquaintances and then you know like people that you don't know at all strangers because they're the ones that you expect to tell you like the straight up truth so if you have one straight up truth from a stranger that's going to take a whole lot more strangers telling you the opposite of that before you yeah. won't believe it because you're just like well what reason do they have to lie to me <laughs> yeah and but the thing of you know the reason that they have to to lie to you or to you know to criticize you number 1 is they have no nothing invested in you mm-hmm. and number 2 they only see one portion of you and you know you can you know this as well as anybody um, you can get an impression of someone, but once you get to know them, you're like, wow, I never would have guessed that that's really who you were Yeah. or that you were, that you had so much more depth than I expected that you would. Or, um, I've had that with a lot of people mm-hmm. and where it's like, you know, an impression is made and then all of a sudden you start to get to know them better and you're like, I would have never guessed that's who you were. Mm-hmm. And so when you are talking about someone like Matt, who's like, who knows everything about you, um, his investment in, in in you and his words to say things to you mean more. They weigh more because he understands it. But at the same time, you may not even hear them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and, uh, forgive me for if, if it goes a little bit blue here, but you know, if a man tells you, <laughs> you know, and, and this is typical for a lot of m- women who tell, you know, you're so sexy, you're so attractive, um, I'm so turned on by you, all that stuff. And you know, so we as blue. women go, Look so out. like, I, I know, right. Um, you know, then you're like, oh, I'm fat, I'm ugly, my ass is too big, and you know, my boobs are weird shaped, and you know, stuff like hey, that. Hey, right? I love my boobs. You stand out with my boobs. They're great. <laughs> That's like the one thing on me that I love is my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I hate my own. So you know, and uh, you know, but it's it's the it's the thing about having having someone tell you who loves you, who cares about you, who's honestly attracted to you, telling you that you're beautiful, you're sexy, and you're going <laughs> liar. <laughs> So many times to Ben, I, you know, it's like, you're a freaking liar. Like, yeah. you know, and it's just like, um, but it's, it's the mindset that you have about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's about who you think you are and who you want to be to the world. And you want so badly to be a better person, to do right, to be perfect. And you're not going to be perfect. <laughs> You're but my have- parents taught me I was a special little perfect little snowflake, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. My mom was hard as shit on me, but <laughs> <laughs> I love her to death. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, so I think that um, we got we got a, a little bit of good, good tangenty, good conversation. But um, to bring it back a little bit more 
to our original topic, which is basically just, you know, how do when you when you recognize that you've made a mistake in the past, um, how do you kind of uh, deal with those negative feelings and, and how do you move forward? And I think that's something that I need to learn because I think it involves um, like recognizing that it was a mistake in the first place. And then it involves, like you mentioned, learning from that and trying to find the positives in the situation. Yeah. And then, you know, like recognizing that you're not perfect, realizing what it is that you need to do to be better and to move forward and then allowing yourself to move forward, which I think is is another kind of issue is that sometimes when you realize something where about yourself where you have made a mistake, then to actually let yourself like forgive and forget. <laughs> like I, there are so so many people in my life that have done really shitty things to me yeah. that I have like worse than I've done to other people, worse than I've done to myself, like 10 times over. Uh, and I've been able to forgive and forget and move forward. Right. And it's, it's funny how, how easily I can forgive and forget and move forward with other people in my life. But I find it extraordinarily difficult to forgive and forget when it comes to myself. And yeah. I think that that's something that, that everyone or, well, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people could, could work on when it comes to, you know, forgiving yourself for something that happened in the past is realizing that you're a better person now and that you don't intend to do it again. And you've learned something from the experience. That's enough. You're yeah. enough. Yes. And, you know, if you have to, um, you know, especially for, for people who are parents is that sometimes you have to parent yourself, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't speak to your child in the way that you speak to yourself. And so, you know, how would you advise yourself as the child to, to you know, to learn from the mistake? And, you know, at the same time, it's like, it's like this balancing act too, because you don't want to you don't want to be like, oh, Jocelyn, you're fine. Don't worry about it. If you make a mistake like that again, it'll be fine. It'll get fixed. Like you have like I don't think that's ever going to happen because mm -hmm. you're you're so <laughs> you're so focused on, you know, making sure that you correct the error mm -hmm. that, give you know, giving yourself forgiveness to the extreme is not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But that is something that some out some of you out there probably do to yourself. And you can admit that. Yeah. You know, like you say, hey, I overate, I ate that whole cake by myself and that's okay. Tomorrow will be another day and I'll, I'll get back on the wagon. And then you're like, it's fine if I eat another cake again. I'm never going to, I'm not, you know, but that's the problem, right? You just keep, you keep, Is you, you know, you forgave yourself too much too fast. <laughs> you gave yourself too much forgiveness. Yes. <laughs> and so it's defining that middle ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Um, because, uh, I think a lot of us don't forgive ourselves enough, but you're right. I've also, I have been, especially when it comes to food, I have definitely been in the, I ate a whole cake. I won't do it ever again. Oh, look, I ate a whole cake again. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You're forgiven, Jocelyn. <laughs> and there yeah. goes another cake. <laughs> <laughs> when today we find out what, uh, Jocelyn's favorite cake flavor is. <laughs> Uh, clearly it's the one with the rainbow sprinkles baked into it because duh, duh. 
Hedge uh, in the chat room makes a really good point uh, that basically um, forgiving, learning, improving, and finding another mistake is basically a cycle that all of us should be in when we're on a journey of kind of self-help and self-improvement. You know, you want to identify the parts of either yourself or your actions that you don't necessarily like. You need to learn from those. You need to improve those. And you need to forgive yourself for having those in the first place, whatever yeah. they may be. And continuing that cycle is how we can continue to grow as people and become better versions of ourselves, which is the whole reason we do this show. So yeah, I'm thinking like, I don't know. I I know that we talked a lot about um, obviously my financial mistake this episode as an example, but um, I'm wondering if it might help if we uh, kind of started like a discord campaign in our slaying demons discord, which is discord.gg slash Joss plays. There's two different slaying demons channels. I wonder if it might help people to kind of get the conversation flowing and say like, Hey, here's my mistake. And this is the thing that I'm doing. And you know, like, maybe have some conversations around like, oh, you know, that's not so bad. Like, yeah, forgive yourself. Like, it's okay. Like, you're making a lot of positive steps. I wonder if having some of those conversations might help people move past some of their gerarg past person's <laughs> experiences. Yeah. You know what? Saying it out, like actually taking the time and the physical effort to type it out to say what you did mm-hmm. and what you're doing to correct it. Yeah. It actually, it, 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 puts, a, it puts a name on it. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives you responsibility and uh, it has you have you claim it, you know, claim it as a demon or a mistake that you keep making to beat yourself up about. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe you guys should all head over to Discord again, discord.gg slash plays and share with us some of your uh, past mistakes and what you're doing to correct them. We would uh, really appreciate it. It's a very supportive community and uh, we will be there to help you guys out on your journey. And speaking of Discord, that's where our listener feedback comes to us this week. It is from Hachikumo, who is also live in our chat room. Hi, Hachikumo. Thank you for listening to the show and supporting us by uh, by chatting. (laughs) I wasn't cheating over in that Discord. chatting over in the discord (laughs) i mean there is an 18 plus channel i don't know what kind of giggity stuff goes on in the 18 plus channel so i'm just kidding of course i know yeah you see it (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so our uh our question this week comes to us from hachikumo says i need some support slash help This demon has been in my head for a while now. Today, it got to me when I was feeling weak. My demon is that I like my job, yet I've been feeling like I'm doing a poor job. In short, I think I suck at my job. First of all, my job description is teaching and research. There is no direct measurement on whether I'm doing well or not. I've talked to other people about this, and I get the common response of you're not doing a perfect job, but you're doing well enough. I find it hard to evaluate myself due to both aspects of my job. It's based on it's not about working harder, it's about working smarter. I understand that we are often more critical about ourselves, which we touched on earlier in this episode quite a lot, Uh, similar to the body shaming discussions on the show. The main difference is that body changes uh, come slowly, whereas for jobs, I could just quit and move to find a different one since I'm not financially challenged. I'm worried about my negative thinking leading to a rushed or irrational decision, and hence I need some support and advice and help. Um, So I think that... Uh, I, so I've, I've met Hachikumo. He's a really awesome guy. He is a freaking smart dude. And I think that this is, um, and I think it might've actually been, uh, someone in discord touched upon this as well. We often, uh, when we excel at things and I found this in school and I found this in, in other jobs as well, 
When we excel at things, we think that they're easier than they are. And in the grand scheme of things, just because it's easy to you doesn't mean it's easy to everyone else. And so right. when it comes down to like measuring yourself in terms of job performance and in terms of other people doing the same job, you might feel like you're not great at your job because you're getting it done so like quickly or easily, or you know, you might feel like you're missing something. When in reality, you're just actually really good at your job. And, you know, while you're sitting there going, oh, what do I do now? It's because you're actually way ahead of the curve instead of, you know, missing some big key piece or not doing something properly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I read Hachikumo's uh, message, the number one thing that, that popped to, to me immediately is that I don't know if you really love what you do. Hmm. And the reason, and, and he, he may, but when you really love what you do, then am I good at it? Isn't as much of a factor because you really push yourself then. And, um, you know, and, and if it doesn't, if, as you were saying earlier, Joss, like if it becomes easy and it's not challenging, you don't tend to try as hard. You don't know what if if you don't know what you're doing, or you're really trying to like work towards a goal because you 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 don't know how to do it, or you haven't done it before. I think that mindset changes mm. a lot. Um, an example, like I so um, with Torrent Think Tank, my other show, I've been uh, this. We're going on almost five years now of doing that show, and it'll be five years in May. And yay, Joe! This le- yay, <laughs> um, but. After five years of doing anything, things have the very strong possibility of becoming routine, stagnant, stale, you know, not, you don't have to try so hard because you just know how it goes. Mm-hmm. And this, this past couple of months, I've been pushing to um, add additional, um, to, we've been adding um, really compelling guests and we've been changing up the topics a little bit more to just really kind of dig into our own stuff rather than stuff from our listeners. And I got an email just today from someone who says, I really love what you guys have been doing. I can really tell that you've been, uh, you've been bringing in some new, new flavor to this. And it, it was like, that was exactly what I needed to hear because it was becoming routine. It was becoming kind of, I knew how to do it and it wasn't very hard. Um, but I love doing it. It just wasn't like, it wasn't like, now I'm just like, can I get my next guest? Like, who can I find? You know, like, it's just so, so exciting to do. And it's stuff that I hadn't done before mm-hmm. as much. I also, so, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I also find, um, and this is again, mostly based off of, I guess, my mentality when I was in school, which maybe I'm kind of gravitating towards because Hachikumo does mention that he's in teaching and research, but I know like, When I was in school and when I was doing really well and when I was excelling, I was constantly looking for a way to be measured. Like, do you remember the Simpsons episode when, like, I think the teachers went on strike or something and Lisa was, like, going crazy and she was running around and she's like, someone, just please grade me. Like, (laughs) just freaking out because someone wasn't actually able to say, you are doing 95% thumbs up. Like, you know, and just having that... um, Ability Accountability. to be, yeah, to be specifically graded. And I think in some careers, that's a lot easier. Like you can say you finished, you know, X number of spreadsheets or you got this thing in on time or, you know, you had X amount of accuracy on your stuff. But teaching is not one of those jobs, you right. know, like teaching is one of those jobs that you can't really be 
specifically graded. Even your style of teaching or your ability of teaching generally is subjective because not everybody learns the same way. Not everybody is going to like you. And that really factors into whether they think you're a good quote unquote teacher or not. So I feel like uh, maybe the part of your job that you don't like is the fact that you can't be measured. I feel yeah. like because you are good at a lot of things and you seem to excel, you want to be able to, to have that feeling of like, I have excelled, I have hit the finish line, I am the best, and here's my 100% gold star to show that. So I'm wondering if it's not so much the career that you don't like, it's the, the fact that, or sorry, you, you like the career, but I think the thing that's, that's bothering you and making you feel like maybe you suck at your job is the fact that you don't have a, a measurement. And, and yep. maybe you need that as part of your job satisfaction. So, I yeah. mean, I, I, I don't want to say, like, maybe you're in the wrong career, but, you know, like, maybe moving from teaching and more into the research side of things, which I feel like is maybe a little bit more measurable. Like you can say, I got a paper published in 10 journals and that's, you know, really, that's a great milestone or something you can work towards. Like it's yeah. a little bit more measurable than whether or not you're a good teacher, because I bet you, uh, dude, I think you must be an amazing teacher. I don't know how you couldn't be. <laughs> so, <laughs> But like, there's no measurable but there goal. There is I mean no measurable. Yeah. There is no way to measure that really. It's very subjective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can say, hey, um, my my students average blah, 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 you know, uh, grades in, in their system. But it's not he's what he's looking for is a measurement against his peers mm. in, in, the, in the and that's that's where and we all have some kind of I mean, form of motivation to push us to keep going. Um, you know, my my motivation, like, so I do the BlizzCon party every year and my motivation every year is different. Like, what are we going to do to make this better? How are we going to improve this? How are we going to hit our goal for our financial needs mm -hmm. every time? And it pushes me every year to work really hard because I have to, like, I have to push against that goal that I have. And so if you don't have those things, what's pushing you? What's that's pushing a, you to go ahead? Yeah, that's a really good question. And uh, yeah, I think also the fact that um, when he's been talking to other people about this, he's saying get the common response of you're not doing a perfect job, but you're doing well enough. Like that's got to be really frustrating too. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, that's basically giving you no information whatsoever. <laughs> like it's not saying here's the areas you could improve. That's such a throwaway response when there aren't really a lot of direct measures of what it is that you're doing for a career. Like it feels oh, like well, a cop out response. It totally to is. Like, oh yeah, you know, nobody's perfect, but you you're you're good. <laughs> like to me, that means that you're 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 doing fine because nobody's finding things to like reprimand you about. But I don't think that that's the kind of career that's going to give you satisfaction yeah, because, you know, yeah. not getting in trouble is not the same as, you know, being praised for being, for being the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I see this all the time, you know, on the stupid reality game shows I watch, <laughs> you know, where there is a group of people competing for a, a one prize and there's the people in the middle that are safe and there's the people at the bottom that are eliminated and the people at the top that win. Mm -hmm. And the people who are always falling in the middle are always doing their little confessional saying, I, I'm just skating by and I don't like that. I want to be at the top. Mm -hmm. How do I get to be at the top? And, you know, at some point I'm going to be eliminated because I'm th there's not going to be a bottom anymore. Up and up, yeah. <laughs> right. So in academia, my guess is that you want uh, a peer to be able to say to you, you are 
what I would consider to be the top teacher in your field. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to attain that respect, that greatness, that uh, level of Prestige. accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, in, in podcasting, Joss and I would both say that we want to be recognized as some of the top women in our field and the top podcasters in our field and our, the top podcasters in our in our categories. And, you know, that's the those are the things that we would measure ourselves up against. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, does that mean that you have to change careers? It doesn't mean that you have to and it doesn't mean that you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It means what what is your motivation? What drives you? Because that's going to be number one thing. What drives you to want to do your best work? We can't answer that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there. I agree. I think everything that Jules said is uh, is really spot on. So I think that, uh, yeah, I, I think that you need to figure out what it is that makes you happy about what it is that you do. And if that is enough for you, because I think that, um, not having a set evaluation is making it feel or making you feel like you aren't doing a good job and then feeling like you have to change careers. And I, and I don't think that that's the right, um, mindset. I think basically you need to, even if you could just evaluate yourself in a way and say like, look, um, I had 95% of my kids graduate this year. That's a milestone or what I I have no idea what grade he teaches. I have no idea any of the other stuff, but I feel like, you know, if you can kind of make milestones and goals for yourself and say like, okay, I hit the, like, if I was looking at a peer, this is what I would judge of them. I'm going to judge myself that way and give myself X out of X. There we go. Okay. I am a good teacher or I am have areas of improvement. Like you're a teacher, grade yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But yeah, overall, I think, uh, just like Jules said, find, find out what it is that motivates you and, uh, try to not be as hard on yourself. Cause that's been kind of the theme of this week is (laughs) stop being so negative and hard on yourself. This email actually fit in with our theme this week a lot better than I thought it was going to. Yes, uh, But yeah, so I think we all need to be a little bit easier on ourselves some of the time. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you, Hachikumo, so much for sharing your story over on our Discord server. If you'd like your story to remain anonymous, you can also share it with uh, demonspodcast at gmail.com. But if you would like a little bit more of a up-to-the-minute, back-and-forth conversation with our community, then please do go over to discord.gg slash and have a chat over in the Slaying Demons channels. Jules, where can folks find you? You can find me on Twitter at JulesRPG, and you can find me on my other show, which is Torrent Think Tank, on Thursdays at 8 o'clock central at twitch.tv slash torrentthinktank. Anything cool to pimp this week? Because you did mention you've had a lot Ooh. of guests. Anything, any yeah. cool subjects? Any Any teasers? Yes, I am super excited that we will have my friend, uh, Twitch streamer, and Heroes of the Storm <gasps> uh, Grandmaster, Oddish. Oh, I love her. <laughs> she is coming back to the show on Thursday. I'm so excited. Um, we have a listener question um, 
that is really, she's like the expert to come help us with it. Um, Adish is a transgender female. She is wonderful. She is uh, a powerful community leader. Um, she actually today was, she celebrated on Twitter. It was her, her one year anniversary of coming out as trans. Yay. And so she's very, she was really excited. I watched her Twitch today. She had this donation train that went on for about Uh, two hours. Wow. And I think she racked in around $600 or something crazy like that. Good girl. Um, Good girl. She's amazing. And, um, so we are, she, we had had a conversation at PAC South cause she came to PAC South. We hung out, we had dinner and she was like, I need to come back to the show. I'm like, I want you back. I, and we came with a great reason. So please check it out. Um, I have a feeling we're going to have a, a massive chat room cause her community is very dedicated. So <laughs> please come and hang out with us. It'll be fun. Uh, also Hachikumo, you should check out the Torin think tank episode from last week or no, two weeks ago when you, you had the career counselor. On. Yes, I think he yeah. was there. I think he was there oh, in the chat room. Perfect. perfect. Yes. Uh, I've been seeing him there. It's been awesome. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that everyone was aware of how awesome your show has been lately and how you have had some some guests on there that have been very helpful in a lot of different areas. So uh, yeah, there yes. was a, a career counseling episode was a couple weeks ago and was fantastic. So uh, make sure you guys check Jules out over on Torin Think Tank. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. That's J-O-C-E Plays. You can also find links to everything I do at JossPlays.com. And don't forget to follow this show, Slaying Demons, on Twitter. We are at Demons Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Where do I say go fuck yourself? I don't know if there's a button for that. Yeah, hey Windows, go fuck yourself. (laughs)